When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Welcome back to the boys of 161st Street. This is episode 246. It's the first episode of the Roll Call series. If you haven't listened to these before, if you're joining us for the first time this season, we are going to preview every single important player on the Yankees. Take a look under the hood, look at their past this season, season's past time with the Yankees in general. Take a look at the Zips projections over under on a few of the stats that they have projected for them. Do we think they're accurate? What do we think they'll do this season? Go through some of the storylines and uh, yeah, just have a little bit of grand old time. These are going to be about 15 minutes a piece. Going to set the timer right now because we usually historically do not ever follow this, but this season. Just turn to 45 minute episodes real quick. This season we're going to follow it. So 15 minutes starts now. All right. So Giancarlo Stanton last season, uh, I guess a good starting point would be his top 100 rank. We we briefly touched on this yesterday on the regular episode, but he was 100 on the nose. Uh, the general census across the board, unless anything's changed overnight, was that that's actually pretty accurate, which is pretty interesting considering he was 66, I think, the year before. So it's a pretty terrible fall. Um, but generally, I think it's, it's warranted for this point, at least. It's primarily probably due to injury, but I guess... Uh, any final comments on that? Because I know we did talk about it yesterday. For the sake of time, no. Yeah, no. I think it all all checks out. Gilson's I mean, we talked about it for way longer than we needed to yesterday. Okay, yeah. Go check yeah. out the episode yesterday. We talked about that. I don't know what time stamp it is, so just listen to the whole episode. How about that? Um, so Giancarlo Stedden is entering his age 34 season. Just to uh, go over his stats from last year in 2022, he had a .7 war, 398 at-bats, 84 hits, batted 211, 31 home runs, uh, which is actually pretty shocking. I know, Murph, you brought this up before. He had a .7 war and 31 home runs, probably due to the uh, shit ton of strikeouts and the 211 batting average. Still had a 113 OPS plus uh, and only a 759 OPS, which is pretty low for him. His, his career is an 890 OPS so and an 841 OPS plus. Opening comments on last season. Were you upset? Were you uh, underwhelmed? Did you expect that? What do you think? I think it's you're going to have to balance the good with the bad over the back end of this contract. The seasons that he's healthy and the time that he was healthy last year, he is a top hitter only take out fielding as a whole. He's a top 25 hitter in baseball when he's healthy. So that out with 
the injuries that you know are going to happen, especially coming down the stretch of this. Uh, I think he did fine. I'm not upset by it. There's no part of me that harbors any ill will towards John Carlos Stanton. I think that we've kind of hit a point as a fan base that everybody kind of knows what we're getting for him. He's going to have extreme highs, extreme lows. He's going to get hurt. And then those lows will be exacerbated. And when he's healthy and things are clicking, he's going to be, you know, just on a whole nother planet. So. I mean, the craziest thing is that we talk about this all the time, but when he does go through those hot streaks, he is the best hitter in baseball. Yeah. And then when he goes through those little streaks, he looks like he's never seen baseball in his entire life. And it's incredible how quickly that just switches. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I think I'm more curious to see what his actual playing time is like in, in the outfield. Um, like last year, I think he played like around like 70 ish games in the outfield. Um, he played 38, 30 in everywhere in the outfield, no, mostly in right, a couple in left. <clears throat> he played, oh, I misread the, the total outfield as 38 and Shocker. not right and left. <laughs> All yeah. right. Well, that completely changes everything I was going to say right after that. So Damon had trouble <laughs> reading. <laughs> can be. Hey, you. it says O F and then R F and then whatever. At, for what it's worth, uh, <laughs> F you. Uh, I made the same mistake too because you're looking at the MLB right, website probably. Uh, yeah, yeah. We got baseball reference up. We're just going off the dome. That's okay. Well, either way, carry on, Damon. I apologize. No, everything I was going to say after that is kind of irrelevant now because I was going to support him a little bit, but. See, this I, I do want to see him go 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I do. I do. I guess my point was going to be, I do want to see him play more um, in the field. Cause it, it does help out the rest of the, the lineup a little bit more. Cause that doesn't clog that DH spot. Um, but yeah, I mean, right though, unless judge. Yeah, that's left, true. Which he's supposed to be taking fly balls and left and maybe playing left here and there. Judge that is uh, they're They're saying he's supposed to be doing that in spring training. I mean, we haven't seen it yet. He's never he's played a game in left field, but and if you're if they're serious about having Giancarlo in the outfield, he's gonna have to be in right. So now my you're question not take to that you, away from Judge, and he doesn't have to play center anymore. So I think they showed a willingness though to play him in the outfield because if you remember before his injury, I mean, he ended up playing out of his total games somewhere around like thirty six, thirty seven percent of them in the outfield, and I think a lot of those came before his injury like if you remember back to it when we were hitting the dog days of summer he yeah. was out there three probably times a week which for him was is pretty good like three out of five games he'd probably get three off day dh boom and that was a pretty standard week for him until he got hurt sorry to cut you off Luke. go ahead no i, I that's that's a good point i just want to bring up that fact is like they did say that they wanted to put him in right field judge in left field what part of you thinks that's that? I mean, that's obviously just to get Stan in right field, but I feel like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, we already moved it around a little bit, putting Judge in center, I, and I guess that's the main reason is that Judge has shown an ability to not miss a beat in any outfield position. So it's not really, it doesn't really matter to him, so to speak. But, but the what, why do you think? Why do you think it's so much harder or easier to play right field than it is for left field for Sen? Well, it's Yankee Stadium specific because the short porch makes it one of the easiest outfields to play in baseball. So. Um, but in then terms you of, know, like you, total area to cover. Well, yeah, and so it's you know a lot more spacious and left. But the other side of that is, you know, you're 
they're not eager to put Hicks in the lineup. So, you know, if you can have, if you're going to put Stanton in the outfield, you might as well also have Bader and Judge out there. So I think a lot of it is contingent on how left field shakes out. But I think his pri- he's primarily going to be in right field at Yankee Stadium when he's in the outfield. And barring they're not going to want Bader or Judge out of that line when they don't have to. So what percentage so of the games do you think he's going to play in the outfield? Are we getting? I'd are we operating under the assumption we don't get any more help in the offseason? Like the yeah. this is the team we're rolling this is with. The team, yeah, forty percent, maybe less. I would say like th- I would say like thirty six. Basically, last year's like thirty six, thirty seven percent is probably accurate. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I don't know if I necessarily see the whole judge and left situation, but. I don't think he's going to be playing any less outfield than he did. Yeah. So. I mean, the the shitty part is, is that like, let's be realistic for a second. He's going to have some injury happen throughout the year, whether it's a big one or a small one. I hope it's like a small one that maybe just is a, a bugging, nagging thing. But at the end of the day, it's going to happen. And he's going to be limited in the field. And that's just, that's been his MO for pretty much his entire time. Fucking Yankees. Um, aside from, from one year. So I, I don't expect anything different. And I think we've kind of tried to come to terms with this is going to be his role as a primary DH playing 30% in the field. Um, so he needs to come through on that, the offensive side a lot more and just be more consistent. Here's what I will say in his defense. Let's just look at his stats from pre and post injury. I know I kind of touched on it, but they're like worlds different. Maybe not worlds, but it's a pretty big jump. So April to July 23rd, and then he missed a couple weeks. Uh, OPS over 800, WRC plus right around 130, K percentage at 28, which is still high, but nothing outrageous, walking 11% of the time. And his batting average was around 230, which is not great, but again, it's just batting average. Jump post-injury to the end of the season, batting average down under two. OPS in the 600s, WRC plus in the 80s, K percentage up to almost 36%. Like that's 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 enough proof for me at least, especially over his tenure, to not think that that's the player that he is. So I, I guess that's all just to circle back to my original point that a fully healthy John John Carlos Stanton is not a 100 on the dot player. He's a top. 50 60 player in baseball and i expect him to hover around that in his healthy years now what does he have left like four or five years left on his contract i would say you'll probably get two two and a half healthy years out of that if you can get two and a half to three healthy years out of that then good by me i mean and healthy i mean relatively speaking if you get 120 games out of john carlos stanton at 230 even and 30 to 40 home runs. I think that's a successful year. I mean, he's had, he can give you some flexibility in the outfield. He's had 139 games in 2021, 110 last year. So split the difference, call it 120. I, I think that's probably what you can expect as a, as a, as a high. I don't think it's going to be more than that. I mean, just go going based off his career from 2019, 2019, he played 18 games. 2020 was a COVID year, but he played 23, 139, 110. Hasn't played pretty much a fully, healthy year since his first year in pinchups 158 but year before that 159 so i'm just looking at i know accolades aren't everything either but 
since he's been on the Yankees, he's made one all-star team that was last year. And and obviously, I think that was front-loaded because of his first-half performance and his second half of being hurt and not as not as productive, didn't necessarily do him any favors, kind of like Jose Trevino as well, um, and Nestor Cortez. I mean, if Nestor Cortez almost... Not not Nestor Cortez, but Nestor Cortez was almost a starter, and then if the All-Star game was a week later, then he wouldn't have even been in contention for the starter. But uh, back to Stanton, it's just kind of disappointing to look at. Like, he won MVP the year before coming to the Yankees, and then he won MV- came in 19th in MVP, and then no All-Star games for four years, made an All-Star game by the skin on his teeth last year. Like, not what we expected to get out of that. And I know it's not everything. I see you shaking your head, but, like, just really not super pumped about that. I If you're not happy about John stand the Yankee then that is that's on you like I, he no, has had a, he has had a very very good Yankee career. He's had a lot of big moments too like he has know, been a postseason, postseason superstar the first thing I think of was that walk-off grand slam when judge hit his what was that 50 uh, the Pirates one but anyway yeah. just like a lot of big moments from him and then it's just whether or not he can it together for a full season because the reason those accolades aren't showing up is because he's not healthy yeah it's healthy I mean he played how many games? He played 18 games in 2019, 23, and 2020. And that those are, you know, the first two of the first four years. So well, COVID year, but yeah. I mean, you have to take into account, too, he basically signed away. Is it any chance of becoming a MVP when the Yankees traded for him? They told him in the opening press conference, this is our DH. Like, yeah. from day one, he was never going to play the field, and that's fine. He was a 30-year-old guy that's going to come in and hit some home runs and some big moments. He's going to be a big bat in the middle of the lineup. He's been just that, and he's done a damn good job of it. They wanted him to be what Nelson Cruz has been for half the teams in baseball. Since I know. Turned- I'm not, not upset about it. I'm just saying it. it is a little bit. Just when you look at the numbers before and after, that day when you heard the news that Stanton was getting traded to the Yankees, I was like, holy shit. We just got the guy who had 59 home runs, won MVP, Silver Slugger also, and then and that just hasn't worked out that way. But I'm not just saying – I I get why, but just slightly disappointed. So uh, moving into the projections for this year, in 2023, do you want to use the baseball reference projections for these or the zips? I have yeah. like six of them up. I can do the average of those if you want. You could do that mental math in your head right now <laughs> oh, I, have, no, I also I, have the steamer yeah i have all of them so yeah do, do whatever one you want no you, you got it i was reading 2022 that's not the i thought they did the math for me on this website they did not it's 2022 go all ahead. right so we'll go with zips zips has him playing 126 games i think that's let's go one by one here 126 you think that's over or under i think he'll end up finishing over under 126 over over interesting uh 30 home runs that's one less than he had last year what do you think over over mm, yeah uh I'll, I'll say that's a good line but I'm, i'll go on to the sake <laughs> of argument just for health reasons uh, the king of depends all right uh 85 rbis uh well if i said over i'm not gonna contradict it so over I'm going to go under there again for the same reason. I got some people outside with their, their, their salsa music. All right. Um, 241 batting average as opposed to 211. Under. Under. Uh, that's a huge jump. I don't, I don't buy that at all. All of them have him sitting around 240 as well. Well, they're all wrong. 
<laughs> over. <laughs> over two. I'm gonna say okay. over also. I mean, for his career, he hits two sixty four. I mean, I I think two forty is around what you can expect from him. I hope. The shift. Yeah, I hope. Yeah. Oh, the shift too. The shift is a good point. Yeah. Although I don't think does he pull the ball as much as some of those other big names. He's not the like one of the biggest ones who pulls the ball, like a like no. a Joey Gallo or something like that. Not at all, dude. I think his home run is like spray charts all over the place. Yeah, I think so too. And they still on him frequently. Like for I mean, it doesn't matter where the outfield's playing if you're hitting home runs all over the place. But he hits the ball hard anywhere, and I feel like he gets hurt by the shift as much as anybody else. Yeah. Uh, two war, one twenty-eight WRC plus. What was the WRC plus? One twenty. Uh, one twenty-eight. Mm-hmm. Over. I think he's gonna have a good year. I think he's. I think this is his every other year, like awesome year. So that's why I'm saying over. I'll go over on the WRC plus. Um, the reason the cumulative ones under is because I feel like that's assuming a lot of health that's tough to gauge but uh i mean he's hitting the ball well in training so far they're saying i mean he almost killed what's well, the guy in the nationals today so he uh based on that one swing i'm going to go over <laughs> yeah over <laughs> standing mvp all right he said after that that he always seems to hit somebody in spring training i'd love to see how many people he actually has hit it'd be funny if we be like middle of this season re- like playbacks of these episodes <laughs> and Look at everything that we uh, projected, how wrong we were. Yeah. Well, we could just look at the zips and see. We were pretty much over, all over across the board on set, and with the, other than like the batting average yeah. stuff. So, um, All right. That was Giancarlo Sen. 15 minutes on the dot. See you on the next. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.